Welcome, everybody, to the first official episode of the Say It Again podcast. My name is Anthony Kane. I'm not famous, so I'm just a white guy in my 20s, so of course I'm going to have a podcast. Um, yeah, so I guess I'll, I'll start by talking a little bit about this podcast. Um, I've done podcasts for the well, since high school, actually. I had my first podcast when I was in uh, sophomore year, I think. Doesn't matter. It wasn't good. And so, so I did that for a while, but the thing I learned with that is that, um, when you have a, a co-host and having a co-host is the best thing in the world, obviously, if I had a co-host that could commit to doing this, I mean, I would, I would love nothing more. Unfortunately, uh, I have more free time than every single person, every single one of my friends that, or they don't actually like me. That's aside the point. The point is, is that when you have a co-host, you have, you're kind of a slave to their schedule. You're kind of a slave to each other's schedule. You're a slave to, oh, are, are they going to even make it this week? Are they going to be able to do this, this, and this? That first podcast that I did, my um, my co-host was uh, very busy. He was a busy boy. And uh, eventually, I started talking about certain things that he didn't find interesting, and he did things that I didn't find interesting. And we're still boys, but it just didn't work. And that ended forever ago. But I'm back. I'm going to try it on my own. I'd like to. I, I, I've been wanting to find a way to... I don't want to. I want to say the word create because using the word create to talk about a podcast is. I don't know. It's not. It's like calling a. Um, it's like coloring a coloring book a masterpiece. It's like hanging up a coloring book in the uh, Sistine Chapel. It's not creating. You're you're talking, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with podcasting. I mean, just look at Kevin Smith. He made a whole career out of it. Wish I could do that. That'd be neat. Won't happen. But hey, here we are. We're out here. Um. So yeah, my name is Anthony Kane. Um. I have a podcast, obviously. So, what's Say It Again? Well, Say It Again is a way that I can get my thoughts out. It's my own tiny, tiny little platform in the world where I can just... It's like its like my tiny little soapbox where I can just talk about whatever I want. And, I don't know, I'd like to have guests at some point. Even just simple things like my friends. Because I have some interesting friends. I have this one friend who... Um, is uh, very smart and he's very business savvy and he's very rich and maybe we can talk to him about how he did it and give me some tips <laughs> we did Boy Scouts together too so that could be interesting so people like him uh, I'd like to get I mean this is really really reaching for the big games here but I'd like to get youtubers on at some point that'd be cool don't know if it'll ever happen uh, I need that listenership boys um, so That'd be cool. Not, I mean, I'm not talking about courting PewDiePie, dope as that would be. That'd be interesting. I mean, we're both socially awkward, so that could be fun. Let's just have a podcast with two of the most socially awkward people on the planet. That'd be great. Uh, no, just smaller YouTubers, like some ones that I've been following since, I mean, since high school. I mean, God, I'd love to interview, um, I don't even know. I, I could check my subscriptions, but it's not worth it. My tablet's over there. So that'd be cool. I'd really like to get some guests. And obviously, like, huge guests would be great. I'd love nothing more than to get Karen Gillan on because I've had a crush on her since 2010 when she was on Doctor Who. And that crush has not gone away. So I don't know if she'd be down for that because... <laughs> but it'd be cool to have big guests, but I'm not really shooting for the moon, shooting for the stars on this one. It's more... I just want to do stuff. I want to talk to people. I want to talk to you. And I want to entertain. I want to make you laugh if I can. Or just... Have some, have, ha, maybe I could just be, 
I don't know, put this podcast on when you're having sex with your boyfriend, girlfriend. That'd be fun. Hear my fat ass talking while you guys are trying to bang. Uh, speaking of sex, actually, that brings me up to my first point that I wanted to talk about. I'm on Tinder, and Tinder sucks. Tinder's just terrible. It's my own fault, but it doesn't suck because I don't get matches. It, um, I just don't, this is going to make me sound old, but I can't hold a text conversation to save my fucking life. I can't, and I don't know how people get laid on Tinder. I'm sure it's very easy, but I, I can't do it. I'd rather go on a date, and it's creepy if you just, you match with a girl, and I, I imagine this is more a, a, a guy's problem, because if a girl matched with a guy, and she was like, hey, let's go on a date, the guy would obviously be like, yeah, totally, but being a guy in this day and age and saying, hey, you're pretty, let's go on an actual date and meet in person, that's kind of jumping the gun a little bit, because she doesn't know you, you don't know her. She doesn't know if you're going to, like, fucking murder, kidnap, rape her. And that's fair. That's all good. I wouldn't expect you to just immediately be down for a date that quick, but here we are. So, I'm not great at Tinder. And my most recent experience that I had was I um, I saw this really hot girl, if you can believe it. I live in fucking Fresno, California. If I see a hot girl, it's like, oh my god, finally. Um, I match with this girl, and she was like, oh man, just, mm, mm. She was fuego, as the kids say, I think. Uh, she, um, so I thought, you know what, let's, um, let's break out the super like on this one. Now, the super like, for those who, um, have successful love lives and aren't on Tinder, the super like is like a, it's, it's, it's like a like, but it, it's more prominent. It shows you, it shows that you super like the person so that they know, so that they know that you're like really into them and you're like, oh shit, I think I'm going to go for it. And, uh, and, uh, I went for it, because I didn't think that she would, um, match with me. Lo and fucking behold, <clears throat> a day later, she matched with me, and <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of funny. I, I hate to, I hate to make an obvious quote, an obvious reference, but I'm like, uh, I think back to that quote from The Dark Knight with the Doker, the, the Doker, yep, where the Joker's like, uh, I'm like a, I'm like a dog chasing cars. I, I wouldn't know what to do with one if I caught it. That's exactly what I'm like on Tinder, because I'm like, oh man, I hope we match with this girl, and then we match, <laughs> and then I'm like, oh fuck, <laughs> now I have to talk to her, and not only that, but with this girl, not only do I have to make myself sound cool over text, but I also, you either, ex you either just don't mention the super like at all, or now you're in this awkward position where you have to explain the super like, because they know. They know if you super liked them, and it, uh, it's, I have to imagine that must be kind of strange if you're a, a skinny hot girl like this girl that I match with, <clears throat> and then you match with fucking dad bod balding beard McGee over here. <laughs> That's going to be tough to explain, and I didn't. I brought up conspiracy theories, and um, we ended up talking about God for two days straight, and like the nature of reality. It was interesting, actually. Because I like those deep conversations because I smoke a lot of weed. Uh, so we talked about that for a while. And then I, I felt that whole topic kind of starting to die down a little bit. And I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's go for it. And so her bio said something like, oh, what did her bio say? It said something like, loves cinema and indie music. And I was like, boom. Not only is she hot, she's also into shit that I like. Which is a definite plus when it comes to dating. Um, so... <laughs> I just hit her with the, uh, 
Um, actually, I'll just pull up the conversation right now and just look at that. So we're talking about God. We're talking about nature of reality. This is really fucking deep shit, quote-unquote, this deep shit. And she still doesn't unmatch me somehow after you... So, so she... Um, and this is from April 10th. It is currently March 3rd, or May 3rd. So I, I hit her with... Um, after I didn't... After the conversation kind of died down and she didn't really respond, I... I hit her with a, oh, BTW, you mentioned that you like cinema. You mentioned that you like cinema, so, like, don't want to flex too hard, but I do write screenplays, so, like. <clears throat> and then she didn't respond, but she didn't unmatch, so I'm calling that a plus. So this has been Anthony's dating hour. Um, I don't get a lot of matches, mostly because I just suck at texting. Like I said, I feel like an old man. I feel like an old man when it comes to texting because I can't hold a conversation. You can't read people's tones. You can't hear tone of voice. You can't hear how people look how they're how they react to things the things you say that's how i tend to gauge the kind of jokes that i can tell in any social situation see how people react i have a friend who does that more bluntly i'm more i'm more careful with it you know i'm not just gonna <laughs> i'm not just gonna start spouting off the worst possible jokes that i possibly can you know you build up to that and then if they look uncomfortable you uh you kind of tone it down a little bit but yeah that's why i hate tinder but i do it anyway because it's it's a game, kind of, and bios are funny. I like I like reading really bad bios. I mean, mine's pretty solid. I don't want to brag, but uh, I'm going to read it to you guys right now because I like I like to think this podcast is going to get a little personal sometimes. Today I'm feeling a lot better as far as mental health, but we'll get to that in a sec, boys. That's on the list. Don't worry. My bio says um, I write and make movies, and if that doesn't do it for you, I can also tie a cherry stem in my mouth, which is true. I can do that. So. Um, girls, I'm going to put you, put my phone number up here. Um, if you guys want to call me, uh, I would love to have sex again at some point in my life. So just hit me up. Uh, it's there. Uh, yeah. So we're out here. Dating apps suck. Anyway, let's take it down a notch. Let's take it down a little bit since I brought up mental health. Um, I am a boy with depression. I have diagnosed, um, how do they, that's like medium to severe. It's not medium, like mid to severe, mid to severe depression. Uh, I just had a pretty juicy depressive episode the last couple weeks. It was good stuff. It was a lot of fun. I wanted to kill myself. It was the closest, well, not the closest. It was the most I've ever wanted to kill myself, I think, ever, because um, a lot of shit happened. Lost my job for basically no reason. Uh, oh, what else happened? My childhood dog died the next day, which sucked. And then I had to spend basically most of the money that I'd made most of my money that I had at the time for uh, my friend's wedding and he got married in Vegas and that was a lot of fun I'll tell that story probably the next episode so that wasn't fun and I just didn't feel like my life was going anywhere and I still kind of do feel that way because I have all these aspirations and dreams and shit that I want to do because as I mentioned before I'm a writer pushes glasses into place I am a writer and I've been writing this one series for five years, and I don't know how to get it made because I can't get people to commit to helping me make that one episode, or the one episode, because uh, the thing about the show, and I'm not going to talk about the show too much because I'm sure I'll get into it in another episode, but I'm trying to keep these uh, podcasts short. The thing about the show is that in concept, it doesn't sound very original or fun. It's three guys living in an apartment. Whoa, that's never been done before, I know. The thing about it is, and what makes it original, is the, the stories themselves and the episodes themselves. Unfortunately, I can't exactly give all 18 episodes that I've written out 
two producers and say, hey, here's my pitch, just drop a thousand pages of bullshit that no one cares about onto a guy's desk. I'm going to go up to Johnny Netflix and say, hey, buddy, you want to make my show? Oh, what's it about? Well, and then I just pull out script after script. It doesn't work like that, and I don't know how it works, and I don't know how to pitch a show, and I don't know how to do anything. So I'm kind of thinking I might make this summer my last chance to just rally rally the troops and um, make this fucking thing. And I would love nothing more than to be on here in a couple months and say, hey, you, listen, I made a show. I made an episode of a show. You should check it out. Now, it would really mean a lot to me if you peeped it. We'll try. We'll see what happens. So that was a really big contributing factor for my current, my most recent depressive episode. <laughs> I'm not going to make this whole podcast about how I feel just because I don't think it'd be that interesting after a while. It gets boring, and that's why I put off starting. I've been wanting to do this podcast for months now. Um, I took a Twitter poll. It's kind of funny. It was like, hey, if I did a solo podcast, would would it be interesting or would it be the most narcissistic thing on the planet? And it was mostly, um, you should check it out. <laughs> or And it was mostly, sorry, I just got a text. Most of the votes were positive. Um, there were like three people who were... Who, um, we're like, yeah, obviously it'd be the most narcissistic thing ever. It's a fucking solo podcast. You might as well just make a solo porn. I mean, for the amount of masturbation that it is. And it is, but hey, I'm in it for me. So who gives a heck? And I'm keeping in text. So I'm just going to go ahead and mute this. Yeet for one hour. Okay. So that's my depressive episode. I didn't feel like I was getting anything done. Lost my job, all that shit. But... Two days ago, I finally brought myself out of it. I don't know how, and I wish I could give advice on how you get over depressive episodes, but I don't have the trick. For me, it just kind of comes and goes, and um, it's just, it's always bad, and it's, it's bad, and I always, I'm always afraid, and, oh, let's get dark, boys. I'm always afraid that one, one of these times, the depressive episode's gonna win, and I'm just gonna, you know, so... I don't think that'll ever happen. I don't have the balls to kill myself. <laughs> Fuck, this is dark. Sorry, Mom. So, it, um... I'm feeling better now, is my point. And I'm sure when the next one hits, and it will hit, because I, I personally don't think you can cure depression. It's weird. My psychiatrist, who I go to, because I'm on Prozac, ha ha ha, my dick doesn't work anymore, thanks Prozac. Uh, my doctor had a weirdly optimistic view on it, and I kind of feel like he's just supposed to say this. He, I was all like, yeah, you know, you can't really, you know, quote-unquote, cure depression. He's like, oh, yeah, sure you can. He's like, what the fuck? And it's like, yeah, you know, you just keep doing treatment, therapy, uh, antidepressants, all that. Yeah, you could eventually cure it. I don't buy that, personally. I think it's always kind of going to be there. You just kind of learn to cope. And when the bad times come, you just, you keep your head about you, and you don't do anything stupid like hurting yourself. Which I, I have never done. I don't plan to. Man, this turned into a fucking depression pot, podcast. Um, point is, I'm feeling better now. And I'm sure I'll get into it more if or when the next one hits. So, um, the next thing I want to talk about, the last thing I want to talk about, I want to end this with a couple funny stories that I have about me. Um, so, I want to. The concept of meeting your heroes has always been very interesting to me because. Like, especially, and I hate saying this, but in a creative field, the people that you admire are, like, something else. Like, 
let's just take my example. Let's say <clears throat> James Rolfe is my number one influence in life. He is the guy behind Angry Video Game Nerd and uh, Cinemassacre, his his own film studio thing, or his production, whatever. I don't think it's a studio. It doesn't matter. He is my number one influence in life. Without him, I wouldn't want to do anything without seeing, discovering him and his videos and the Angry Video Game Nerd and his other short films and all that other shit. I wouldn't have wanted to write anything. I wouldn't have wanted to entertain. I wouldn't have wanted to do anything. Well, not it's not like he saved my life or anything. I wouldn't have wanted to do what I want to do. And I know for a fact that I love writing, and I honestly feel like, and I don't know if this is narcissistic, but I'm just going to say it anyway, I honestly feel like I was put on this earth to entertain people in some way. And whether I am entertaining or funny or whatever, you know, that's you're the judge of that. It's not like I have it written on my wall or anything. It's just, that's kind of how I felt. Because I've written a lot of things. We're getting serious again. <laughs> James Rolfe. It's, it's not quite the same as if... I don't know what the point I'm trying to make here is. Whatever. Point is, <laughs> he's my number one influence in life. Um, I have other influences, but he is always going to be the number one because he made me want to... Uh, be in entertainment, and um, whether I succeed or not will be, <laughs> you're going to be along for the journey there, boys. Uh, so let's talk about the time I met him. <laughs> so I used to go to Comic-Con uh, before tickets became literally impossible to get. I used to go to Comic-Con, and I went for about uh, eight or nine years in a row, and it always pissed me off because I wanted to do ten consecutive years and then stop going. But I love Comic-Con. It's a great event, and I'll tell more stories about it in another episode. But again, trying to keep these short, and I'm already at 20 minutes. So, uh, I met him by chance. I didn't seek him out. I was like, oh, I know, because everyone's at Comic-Con. Like, anyone that you admire at all, they're at Comic-Con. Kevin Smith, James Rolfe, uh, Robert Paulson, fucking everybody. Everybody in the entertainment industry is at Comic-Con. Karen Gillan has been to Comic-Con. That's where she revealed that she was bald for Guardians of the Galaxy. It was crazy. She tore off her wig, like, in the middle of the, uh, <clears throat> in the middle of the panel and threw it out in the crowd, and I gotta tell you, if I had caught that wig, man, I would've died. That would've been it for me, boys. Anyway, everyone's at Comic-Con. Every single person is at Comic-Con. Everyone in entertainment. They're there. And I didn't seek him out, but I was. I went to the uh, Ray Bradbury um, panel, and I'm so, so thankful that I got to see that panel, because I believe that was two or three years before he passed away. And I was so glad that I got to be there, be in this guy's presence, one of the best sci-fi writers of all time, I'll say it, of all time. And for those who don't know, Ray Bradbury wrote such hits as Something Wicked This Way Comes, or most notably Fahrenheit 451. He's a great, he was a great writer, and his work will live on forever. I think that's safe to say. And the panel was great. He just sat there on stage with a moderator, and they just talked about his life and his work, and it was amazing. It was really interesting. Uh... So I'm watching him in shock, and I'm like, wow. And that was, like, right around the time that I discovered that I wanted to be a writer. And uh, it was really cool seeing this prolific writer talking about his craft and everything. And I'm like, wow, this is insane. This is really cool. And then I look, and literally right in front of me, literally the row in front of me, the row directly in front of me, I believe he was, like, either right in front of me or, like, two seats over. Fucking James Rolfe, my hero, 
my God and Savior, my boy. I would love to have him on the podcast. He's my number one person that I want to get on the podcast, just as an aside. Nobsley to apologize for how awkward I was. So what it was was, after I noticed this, I couldn't pay attention anymore. I was like, holy shit, holy shit, holy shit, James Rolfe, he's right there. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. And um, this is where it gets cringy. So uh, after the panel was over, panel was great, by the way. After the panel was over, I kind of, <laughs> I kind of followed him. <laughs> Kind of followed him, and I believe he was with Pat the NES Punk, who's another YouTuber, for those who don't know. I didn't know him at the time, but I was like, oh, cool, great, he's with someone, so this is going to be really fucking awkward when I try and talk to him. So, the way that it went was we walked out of the panel, and I... <laughs> this is so fucking creepy. Sorry if you ever see this, James. Um, so I followed them, you know, a little bit behind, because I'm, I'm not weird. <laughs> I'm not weird, I'm just, I'm following them, but not, like, right behind them. Because um, I'm in shock. I'm like, what is the play? What do I do? Do I, I mean, I have to talk to him. What am I going to do, not talk to him? Sorry about that cut there, I had to plug in my laptop. So I'm like, what is the play here? Am I going to talk to him? I mean, I have to, what am I going to talk? I have to talk to him. I'm never going to have this opportunity again. And so I follow him a little bit down a hall, and these halls are huge. I follow him a little bit down a hall, and he, um... He and Pat, they go into a bathroom, and then I fucking waited right outside the bathroom because I didn't want to lose sight, I didn't want to lose visual, I didn't want to lose my chance, and I'm just spending, like, however long I was following him. It felt like an hour, it was probably like five, ten minutes. I'm spending that whole time just pumping myself, I'm like, you're gonna, you've gotta fucking talk to him, you need to talk to him, you're not gonna have an opportunity like this again. And so they came out of the bathroom, and I was waiting outside, and, um... I let them walk in front of me a little bit, and then I played it cool. I was like, oh, oh, James Rolfe? Wow, I just noticed you. I haven't been following you for 15 minutes. He was very nice, and uh, we were walking down these stairs, and it was the most awkward and fastest I've ever spoken. It's the most awkward I've ever been, um, but he was very, very, he was a nice man. He was very cool. I, I go up to him, I say, hi, are you James Rolfe? And he's like, that's me, and I'm like... I gotta tell you, man, I am just such a huge fan, and I love your work, and you've really inspired me with uh, with Cinemasker and everything. I shook his hand, and that was cool. <laughs> had this whole conversation while we were walking down these stairs. I, I mean, he had to have assumed, he had to have been annoyed at this point. I mean, how do you walk around and get stopped by assholes like me and not get annoyed after a while? So there's, oh God, how old was I? I had braces and everything. I had to have been like... 14, 15, maybe, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 15, I'm gonna say I was like 14, I was 14, let's say 14, so I was 14, 14, I had braces, I was fucking nerdy, I wore clothes that were three sizes too big for me, I had a chin strap beard for some reason, it was bad, I'll put a picture of me from that Comic Con right here, it was bad, and, um, but he was so nice, and, uh, I went up and talked to him, I said, hey, I just want to say thank you for everything, everything. And he was like, hey, you're welcome. And um, and then I ran off. That sounds worse than, I, than it actually was. I was like, hey, thanks for, thanks for taking a sec to talk to me. Um, I'll let you go. And he was like, ah, oh, thank you, man. And I was like, yeah, totally, dude. In so many, in more awkward ways. So that's the moment that I met my hero. And I embarrassed myself. And that's always bound to happen. Now, as far as, like, other heroes or other people that I admire, a lot of them I don't want to meet. Like, um... 
Matt Smith. He was my favorite doctor on Doctor Who. I never want to meet him because I have this image in my head of him, and um, I'm I'm, sh I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm not saying he's a dick, but I don't know. I, I, I'm worried about if I ever met him, if it would live up to how much I love his doctor and how much I loved Series 5 of that. Um, I, I would meet Kevin Smith. He's another influence of mine. I would meet him. Uh, who wouldn't I meet? I, would, I wouldn't meet... I wouldn't meet Matt Smith. Gotta meet Karen Gillan. Have to. I mean, come on. What are you gonna do? Not meet Karen Gillan? Maybe she'll think I'm cute. I don't know. Maybe we could be together or something. I'm kidding. But now it's a it's a weird balance of do you want to meet these people or do you not because you have this image in your head and if it's like you don't want that to be shattered. I like to think I'm mature enough where I could meet any of my heroes and be fine. Like, unless they were ac absolute assholes, which wouldn't be cash money. So, yeah, that's the time I met my, that's the time I met my hero. Anyway, I think I'm going to wrap it up here because my camera can only record for 30 minute takes. And it is, I actually have to get going here in a, in a sec. I got a hot date. No, I don't. Can you think I have a hot date, dumbass? You haven't been paying attention then. I want to thank you guys for joining me on this first episode of Say It Again. Um, I'm going to commit to doing this weekly. Um, I'm going to try and keep doing the camera every time too. I don't know if it's necessary, but I'm going to keep doing it just to have the podcast on more than one platform. So thanks again for joining me. Um, I hope you'll join us again next week. Uh, <laughs> we can only go up from here. Let's put it that way. No, I'll keep, uh, I'll keep fiddling with the podcast. We'll make it better. I'm going to commit to this show because I like it and I like the possibilities and I would love to get guests. And, um, I even set up an email. I set an immediate, um, up an email. If you guys want to, um, email me anything, if you guys want advice, if you have any questions or if you just want to chat, just fucking chat. Just say, Hey, Anthony, what up? How's your life? And I'll be like, Hey, it's good. So right here, I'm going to put all the, uh, all my socials. And the podcast email, uh, for those who aren't watching, um, it's going to be sayitagainpod at gmail.com for anyone who wants to email anything. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on anything, I am the Boy T-H-E-P-I-E-B-O-I, on literally everything. Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter, fucking everything. Uh, so thanks. Thanks so much for taking time to watch or listen. Uh, I really appreciate it. And um, we'll see you next week when we say it again. <laughs>